Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Sponsored by 1010 Podcasts. The Celtic Exchange, a fresh insight on Celtic Football Club. Welcome to the Celtic Exchange post-match reaction here from Celtic Park. And the final score was Celtic 6, Dundee 0. That's Celtic 6, Dundee 0. This is James from the Celtic Exchange and I'm joined here by Sinky. Sinky, what do you think of today's game? Well, it's easy to get carried away, so let's get carried away. No, it was great, James, honestly. Um, back at Paradise, first league game of the season. To a man, I thought we were absolutely excellent. It was an absolute joy to be back and to watch that football that we've seen today. It's the first time that I've actually watched this and I've actually thought to myself, this is an Ange team and not a Neil Lennon team. So I'm absolutely delighted with that. Yeah, I haven't seen his play like that, uh, I think since Motherwell away at the tail end of the, the nine in a row season. So just, we'll start with the lineup. So in goals, Hart. Right back Ralston, Welsh, Starfelt and Taylor. Three in midfield of McGregor, sitting in the central midfield role, Turnbull and Rogic. And up front we had Abada, Kyogo and Christie. Any surprises in there for you? Uh, a couple of it was good to, I was going to say it's good, but the, the beat on one. Welsh, we said it during the week and we said it last week in the podcast. He must have been kicking himself not getting in that starting lineup. It was actually good to see him uh, getting a start. James Forrest obviously coming out for Christie, I believe to be the right move, and that was pretty, pretty evident on today's performance. So they were they were two big calls, but I believe it was the right calls, hundred percent. Yeah, I agree with that. I think the interesting one was McGregor slipping into that uh, defensive midfield role for Sorrow, and Rogic coming on. Rogic just had a bit of game time here and there, but you know for me, he hasn't really set the header light. Give him his. Credit that did change today. I thought he had a great game. A wee bit kind of sticky in some places, but overall, his creativity is something that you know we really benefit from. No, absolutely. It was good to see the big man back in. And I mean, I can't even ask him the big man actually started. To be fair, uh, it's been yeah. a, been a long time. But yeah, I mean, he came in, got his start. Obviously, took his goal really well. We'll talk about it in a wee minute. But yeah, it was great to see him. And we mean, there's been doubters in there about him fitting into a kind of Ange team. Um, early signs was that I mean, you, you look at him in the first 15 20 minutes, he was shutting down, he was that he was doing the high press and that kind of number 10 role. So, no, it was good to see him in the starting 11, and yeah, I mean, yeah, very impressive for me. Yeah, just from from the start, and it's, it's been common in a couple of games, it takes us kind of 5 10 15 minutes to settle in about 10 minutes in this game. It was a bit sticky back and forth, you know, both teams were getting kind of a bit of time on the ball, and then. Just about nine, ten minutes, things started to click a wee bit. There was some good build-up play. Um, you've got a great chance for QO, actually, uh, on ten minutes where Rogic gets the ball into him. And it's a bit of a sitter. Were you thinking of subbing Kyogo at that point? No, absolutely not. On the, on the basis of that performance, absolutely not. Hindsight's a wonderful thing, but, yeah, I mean, 
you look at that chance, you think to yourself, it's going to be one of those days, but you're right, it took about 10 minutes to get to things to click into place. First home, home game back, um, the combination play was a bit rusty up until that point, but after that 10 minute mark, we were unplayable, honestly, un- unplayable um, for the f- after 10 minutes, for the, to the last 95th, well, 93rd minute, 84th minute, 85th minute, we were unplayable after that point. Yeah. Let's uh, let's talk about the beautiful elephant in the room that is <laughs> Kyogo Furuhashi. So, I know you're keen to voice your opinion on this. Let's look at you know, the, the stats themselves. Home debut, three goals, could have had six. Great movement, closing guys down, always available, intelligent runs. What do you make of this, boy? Oh, I'm going to set myself up here. Um, the WhatsApp, the, the Twitter, everything's going nuts for this guy. Oh, where did I start? Like, I've, I don't want, I don't want to make comparisons, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to make comparisons. I have, ne- I've never seen a player at Celtic for a long time, maybe since a Swedish gentleman played with us with the same movement and guile as as your man. He's very cadet. Hooper, Larson, I know I'm saying it and I'm going to regret it, well, I hope I don't regret it but I'm going to put it out there just now he is going to be a very, very influential player for us going forward That's just this, this is just the start and there's more to come I believe I, I really agree with you on that I, I don't think we've seen anything like what we're going to see from Kyogo, comparisons are one thing and it's, <laughs> uh, it terrifies me when we compare him to uh, guys with dreadlocks from Sweden and stuff like that but I can see what you mean a lot of movement what we've not had in a long long time is a striker that chases oh, balls down yeah. you know, makes blocks really you know Dundee defenders thought well I've got a couple of minutes here at least and Kyogo's right on top of them 100% them down the, whole time. the whole thing we are, we're all about is defend from the front and he epitomised that today you've seen him in like 15 minutes he was closing down the left back closing down the right back a lot of ones where you would see getting put up the channel he was stopping that we'd be blocking it it, it was that absolute faultless performance from him today I, like that not just the goals the movement but the work rate and, and that whole defending from the front really really set the, it sets the tone for the full team you're looking at it as a defender and you're, you're full of confidence because you know your, your front men are actually trying to close it down and not letting the pressure get to you is that, on the back line that's a big thing that's a big thing massive so as we start to get a grip on the game you know the chances like that Chris had a free kick over I mean I've got you know in my notes here I've got Christy 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 all over the space of like five minutes um, we'll come on to him in, in specific detail later but you know he had a great game for me today um, on 20 minutes Turnbull gets a good ball to Abada who gets a great cross in and Kyogo gets ahead and, and gets his uh, gets his first goal for Celtic at Celtic Park what did you make of that one? It was brilliant um, going back to Christy quickly Christy was absolutely brilliant today Um he is an Ange player. You can you can see it. I mean, the shutting down, the effort, that left hand side. I mean, obviously he's, he's been playing in that kind of number ten role with last year with well, obviously Turnbull and, and Rodgers is in there at the moment. But for me, Christie was probably man of the match. Even though your your man got a hat trick, man of the match for me. Easily, easily man of the match. I thought he was from the from the first minute. He was brilliant. Everything that was good came through him and obviously when he moved in we'll talk about it when he moved into the middle as well he was excellent he took a couple of, couple of hard kicks from Dundee today yeah. and he managed to shrug them off and um, yeah, for me it was, it was great but that, yeah, that first goal was it was Christy it was like Christy maybe when he first broke into the team um, I remember I remember the Hearts game at Murrayfield when he came on and that was kind of his the turning point for him it was like watching Ryan Christy of old 
Yeah, and he's he's been like that since you know late pre-season, I think. For me, when he started to come into the team, you know, he's, he's shown all that energy, playing with a smile on his face. You'd love to keep him. I don't think it'll happen for various reasons. I think if you're in his shoes, uh, he can get himself a huge move down south if he runs his contract out. But we'll, we'll, we'll not dwell on that. We'll get the best out of him for the next six months if it comes to no, that. No, of course. But you look at you look at the difference. In, I mean, we know Edward's got half a foot out the door. Christie, there's been rumblings in the background about him wanting to leave and stuff. He's not playing like a guy who's got a foot out the door. He's playing like a guy who wants to be there and try. And for me, you can see it in his performances. And today was just epitomised that. Yeah, he's just smart enough to know. And Eddie should be smart enough to know that the better he plays, the better the movie gets. Mm. So after just 25 minutes, it's that man Kyogo again. He's popped up. Uh, Taylor actually inverted really, really well. And there's just this through ball from Ryan Christie. Sorry, he goes, goes round the guy, Ryan Christie. Gets across to Kyogo, and all of a sudden you're two up in just 25 minutes. How did you enjoy that? No, oh, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. It's just, it's, it was like watching Celtic maybe a few years back. Maybe not always. We were really like last season. But the movement, the fluidity of the movement was absolutely brilliant. Um, thought the wee man took his goal amazingly. Um, but yeah, yeah, again, your, your, man, your man Christie at the heart of everything. Yeah, and, and we'll, we'll keep saying his name because he pops up at everything. Yep. Um, you know, we want to keep an eye on things at the back. I, we're not going to make any calls on this guy, but Starfield needs to start needs to start settling down into this team. He's not got what's going to be his final fullbacks beside him. Celtic and the board have got to get their um, get their game on and get that sorted as soon as possible. So the, the back four that these guys are playing with is the back four we're going to play with for the, for the rest of the season, first team, and we can start to see what these guys are like. I thought there was a lot of um, sloppiness from Starfield, just to call it as it is. Putting other players under pressure, putting himself under pressure. But like I say, you know the guy needs time, and we're just going to want to see how that settles down. And uh, hopefully he can be the player we think he can be. Um, one thing I'm going to mention, I'm going to keep mentioning this any time it comes up in any game we play in. On 33 minutes, Tony Ralston took a two-footed challenge with a guy off the ground that resulted in a yellow card. Now, Scotland needs to look at what kind of game it's looking to export to the world when we're allowing challenges like that to be deemed only a yellow and not a red. What did you make of that one, Sinky? Well, I've not had the opportunity for the replay yet, but going by Twitter and WhatsApp, it looked like it sounded like a red all day, every day. The key word here is protection. We're bringing in imports from all over the world, quality players, and there needs to be some form of protection because people looking from afar into our game, and it's not the first time it's happened, it's been happening for a number of seasons, but like things like that, I mean, Tony Ralston, two-footed, it did look like a red for me, we were sitting all day, every day, but it's not the first time, it won't be the last time that it's, you're not going to get the right card there. Yeah, I mean, do we want to export football, do we want to export thuggery, you know? So we don't mind about physical play, you know, that's a, a part of the game, but when referees aren't playing by clearly, clearly set out rules, then questions need to be asked. And that's down to the SFA to train the referees, if I'm being generous. So going into the second half, um, you know, tails are up. We're, we're ready to get going again. And, you know, the, the tempo's high right from the start there. So 48 minutes, it's Tom Rogic. It's a beautiful finish, but even more beautiful than that, it's that man, Ryan Christie, again with another phenomenal through ball. What did you make of that one? Oh, absolutely, but he's done great. He's he's chased it down the channel. He's managed to drag it back and put it on a plate for Big Tom, um, who finished really well. But yeah, it all came from the hard work from Ryan Christie. Um, it was all about him. Um, 
you could you could possibly say that he shouldn't be winning that ball down the line. You, you want, if I was the Dundee, Dundee manager, sorry, uh, James McPake, I'd be saying to myself, "Come on, you need to put it in there." But Christie's done fantastic. He's put up big time on a plate. So yeah, it was another another great bit of play from Celtic, hundred percent. Yeah, that's it. So this 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 kind of tempo continues, and I've got to be note here just about fifty seven minutes. Good closing down from Callum McGregor, and. I want to make special mention of McGregor because he's been slotted back into a role he thought he'd given up and he was you know, moving forward in midfield rather than defensive. So he's been kind of changed about there. I thought he was phenomenal today. He just he showed for every ball loads of thankless break-up distribution, you know, what have you. What did you make of McGregor, McGregor's performance? Aye, excellent. He was absolutely, from, from the first minute, he was excellent. I mean... You could put him anywhere, absolutely. Apart from left back, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. No, he was he was great, and we kind of was hum, we're all humming and hawing about him dropping into that defensive midfield role. But for me, he was he, he could probably play many any, anywhere in that midfield from 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 the number ten right back to defensive. Are you, everyone was saying about Sorrow, but for me, he just slotted in seamlessly, and he was he was great, absolutely fantastic. So begs the question. I mean, we we know what's uh, what we're looking to happen, which is James McCarthy slotting right into that berth. What's going to change in this team when McCarthy comes in? That's a good question. So, I mean, that, it's an exciting prospect for him to actually come into this team. And I and there's I believe there's more additions to come this week. I don't know if the Bulls going to have to take a wee a wee step out uh, potentially. Um, but McCarthy coming in. And if you're going to, he'll, he'll probably sort of that, that defensive midfield role where Callum was today. Um, it's exciting, but I, I don't know. I think McCarthy might have actual a, a bit of a job in his hands getting into that. I don't know if he's going to slot straight in or is he going to, is he going to just ease him in? Is he, is, is he, is he, a, is he a automatic pick yeah. in that team? What, what, what's interesting is even at half time, we were looking at the players going through their paces and, and warming up, and it was a far, far stronger second. Uh, string or your, your bench there than you know even a couple of weeks ago looking at the Michelin game so when we start to ask questions like you know McCarthy McGregor etc etc guys who can do similar roles for me McCarthy slots straight in there and McGregor goes into that more offensive role the question really is on Rogic playing well today maybe no disrespect to Dundee but maybe against lighter opposition Turnbull just isn't on his game I mean that that's the quandary we've got just now. Really, is how do we get Turnbull to play to the best of his ability? Because he's a phenomenal talent and he's not given it. What do you think's going on there? Yeah, I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. There was spells today. He looked like his old self, especially in the second half. He did kind of back to his, the, what, what we've seen last year. I know it was a tough year last year, and he he was probably the only shining light of last year. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a tough one. I mean, I, I I don't know if he needs maybe a. A little, he's been he's been chucked in there. I mean, we were all crying out for him to get in the team, and then he played pretty much the last four or five months consistently. I don't know if he needs a little. I mean, we, we spell on the on the bench to come on and give him a rest. I mean, he's came from other role, bad injury as well. Mm-hmm. There's a lot there's a lot of factors in there where you can think to yourself, are we going to see the best of this guy? And I don't know if he needs a little. We spell, we've got a competition because at the moment, I mean, you've, you've the direct competition, you would say Rodic and you would say Christie, but Christie's obviously playing left and obviously Rodic start, started today. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if he needs a bit of competition, a wee bit of someone there to say, listen, 
I'm, I'm fighting for your place in this, this team because last year especially he was as I said the only shining light only player in that position for us and it just seems to me that he could be doing with maybe a couple of games to to, to on the bench to come back in yeah I agree with that and it came up on the, the post-match during the week actually so you know, we need to be careful we're not always saying the same things without getting different results you know um, and and I think it's just a wee bit of time it's, it's, it's not in any way a, a dropping it's just a Let's let's hit the reset button for him. So, okay, on 64 minutes we start to ring the changes. Uh, James Forrest comes on for Tom Rogic with Christy then slotting into the kind of number 10 role and James Forrest picking up the left wing berth. Uh, very quickly after that, it's Kyogo with another goal and his home debut hat trick. Ryan Christie again the supplier with another another phenomenal through ball. Talk me through that one. Well, basically like a broken record here. Um... The the ball the movement was it was absolutely fantastic. It was brilliant. It was great to see it. I mean, Fidashi, the move honestly his movement for the goal, but the pass made the goal and the the, the goal made the pass. So it was actually like, it was perfect, absolutely yeah. perfect. The, the frustrating thing um, is that Christie isn't whatever it is he's not settled just now in terms of contractually. Settled just now because what you can see between those, those two guys is a, a partnership and telepathy. They're both intelligent footballers, they're both attacking footballers, and they know where the other one's going to be. So Kyogo's making the runs that Christie's looking to place the ball into the, the, the space of. So uh, it would be a dream if we can get a contract sorted with Christie. I don't think it'll happen, but if not, you're going to have to go and sign a Christie, which mm. is an expensive job. You've got to remember as well, I mean, these guys have only trained together probably a handful of I times. I know. So there's even though it was 6-0 today the encouraging signs are there's more to come there's absolutely more to yeah. come here it's that and, it, and I said to you at the very very start it's easy to get carried away but I'm going to get carried <laughs> away yeah. I'm, I'm going to get carried 6-0 um, but you're right about the Christie situation like it would be great to, to keep him and you're right he could get silly money down south all his mates yeah. have left like yeah. he's good pals with Stuart Armstrong he said he sees him getting paid good money down south so yeah I would love to keep him but I think we need to just enjoy him while he's here and and see what happens to him yeah I'd say so Uh, so on 68 minutes Ange decides that uh, Kyogo's reward for scoring a hat-trick in his home debut is sub (laughs) taken off for Hudson Edward which was the right move he'd taken a bit of a a slight knock before he was just stretching it seemed to be stretching his uh, calf I think it was so just a bit of protection there Get Edward on, get him some game time as well. So that was all fine. Um, you happy with that sub? Ah, you're bringing a 20, 20 million pound strike off the bench when you're when you're four, when five you're four up, up. Aye, four yeah. up at the time. Yeah. So, uh, aye, I'm I'm delighted with that. <laughs> I'm delighted with that move. It was the right time, and it was funny. It was just right after his right after his goal, he was he was hooked. But uh, yeah, absolutely, it was it was the right honestly the right time. But Edward, as it is as it is a swan song, we don't we don't know. We don't well, I've, I've heard that a few a few games in the last few weeks, so um, for me it certainly would be, and there's no malice in that. Sometimes it's just time to make a change, and hopefully we can make some movement on that this week. We'll see where that goes. Uh, final sub of the day was Montgomery coming on for Greg Taylor. Didn't seem to be tactical, didn't seem to be injury, maybe just giving Montgomery a wee bit of game time. What's interesting here is we're back to three subs from five. Yep. And that's a bit of a level in terms of you know bringing the the league closer together. When a team like Celtic or other teams with big budgets can bring on certain level quality with five subs, 
it does impact on the smaller teams. So just something to watch and see how that develops over the next, you know, two or three months when teams are all down to three subs instead of five. Just thought it was a wee point worth making. On 72 minutes, Christie seemed to take a knock and didn't get subbed, which was kind of concerning for me. We were looking to the bench and there wasn't much in terms of like for like. He did seem to run it off, but I wonder if that would be giving him a, a problem in the, in the coming weeks, so hopefully not. Uh, at this point, you know, you're four up, the game starts to get a bit uh, disjointed. You know, there was a kind of a 10 minute period where you know, not a lot happened, which is obviously fine. Um, on 83 minutes, Ralston seemed to be trying to tackle Edward in the box and Edward managed to shrug him off and get his shot away. And a great save from the goalie. We're out for the corner. Um, far be it from me to give Tony Ralston a hard time when he's in the box because from the corner, ball breaks and Ralston decides to do a keepy-uppy and volleys it <laughs> in the bottom right corner, his bottom right corner. Uh, what do you make of that one? The Ralstonator. Um, he's went through Danny Alves. <laughs> I'll tell you what, we'll need to bring in a proper right back to get Tony, Tony Ralston at this team. Um, I mean, we've all been critical of uh, Tony Ralston and do you know something? He, he tries his absolute heart. I mean, <laughs> in the last couple of games, I probably the last three games, he's he's done well. He's done great. And do you know something? And all, all the Celtic fans are, are happy to see him having, having his moment. And... Yeah, no, I thought, I thought it, was a, it was a fantastic goal. It was a great goal, actually. But I was thinking, what a guy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, many commentators in, on Celtic games are, are saying it now. One thing is that everyone in the Celtic team can learn from application and endeavour from Ralston. You know, maybe not blessed with the talent that some of the guys have got, but absolute tries his heart out, does his tank every game. And he got a wee bit of a... An ovation from the, the crowd today and no one in the crowd is saying you know you're our first choice right back forever never they're just saying we appreciate your effort and that was that was nice to see so the game moves forward and in 88 minutes some really good movement actually from edward nabada eddie gets a ball through it looked a wee bit heavy with the the pitch being so wet with the weather but abada manages to just get in front of the defender and he's so fast the defender only just has to touch him he does make the contact abada has to go to ground in this kind of weather and it's a red card and apparently I actually felt for the defender because it, there was no malice in it. He just wasn't fast enough. So Dundee are down to 10 men. We've got a penalty. Abada wants to take it. Eddie says, no chance. Would you have let Eddie keep it? Uh, yes, absolutely. I, mean, I thought it was a good chance yeah. for a farewell goal. A nice way to round things off. Uh, and he duly did that. He, he, he stepped up, taking a great penalty. You know, fired at home. And there we are. You know, Celtic 6-0. Um, when bear in mind, we know what's been going on in the media in the last few weeks trying to put uh, Ange under pressure, etc, etc. This is a team in transition, under construction, and today's the first time we've started to see it really start to come together. The fluidity of the football for me, almost start to finish, was phenomenal. Um, really good point right at the end. Anthony Ralston in the six-yard box, where else would he be? He's going for the same ball, the same chance as Leo Labada. And the two of them are a bit of a kind of coming together and the ball broke and Dundee managed to clear it. But but six months ago, I wouldn't have seen anyone yeah. trying to get that ball and we've got two guys fighting over it when you're 6-0 up yep. at well, home. Well, that's what they've... When, when they've done the open mic session with the, 
with the training you, you heard Big Ange saying we don't stop and that was a clear indication we don't stop yeah. 6-0 and we're, we're tackling each other to get on the back, <laughs> on the back end. you're right back to the 6 yarder tackling, <laughs> tackling your number 10 to get on the end of your ball so for me that's an absolute that's a, it's, a, it's good to see obviously it wasn't good to see the two of them tackle each other yeah. but it, it's, it's a positive absolute it's, it's, it's great to see that stuff and you're right six months ago there's absolutely no chance in hell that would have happened yeah. Yeah. So, so there we are um, you know there's there's a lot of development still to come in this team nothing's really changed for me it's two full backs and the striker swapping if Eddie goes sign a striker for that that's the priorities in terms of signing so we need to work out what's going out the door and then get the signings brought in um, in short order a couple of weeks left the transfer window so let's get a good job done on that so again, final score from Celtic Park. Celtic 6, Dundee 0. Great performance from the lads and looking forward to the games ahead. We've got Jablonek on Thursday. We'll be here with the after-match, post-match reaction and we'll also have the weekly podcast with you this coming Tuesday. Thanks for now. Sponsored by 1010 Podcasts. Sports Social Podcast Network.